Listen, players. <laughs> You're listening to the Movement, Strength and Play podcast by the School of Calisthenics. Here are your hosts, Tim and Jacko. Before you see the title or hear what we're going to talk about in this week's podcast, it has They've got already the seen word. the title. Oh yeah, I know, but it's got oh, the sorry. C word in it and people are like, I'm sick of COVID. Um, well, listen up to this one because I am also sick of COVID, but this was an enlightening conversation because let's be honest, it's out there, it's real and we <laughs> might come into contact with it. And if it, if we do come into contact with it, it would probably be pretty good to know a few strategies that we could use to make sure that we are health it's got the best chance, or we've got our system's got the best chance of recovery, particularly if it turns out to be long COVID, which I'm not here to fear, Munger Jacko, but I am a little bit scared of long COVID. Yes, and I think as we recorded this, it was pre-Christmas, and it's going out now in January, so the situation in the UK may have, it's, it's on the on the rise, and it, we may be, as you're listening to this now, well, who knows, we might be in a lockdown. Um, but hopefully um, we are all hel- uh, well and healthy. But the reality of the situation, like Tim says, is that, you know, we've all know someone or have experienced it ourselves. And if you if it's you or if it's a loved one or friend that um, is struggling with long COVID or some, it's not just long COVID. It's like advice for people to keep ourselves healthy so that if we do come into contact of it, it's not going to potentially affect us as much. Everything that you can do that is... Um, Within your capabilities, she talks about like things we can do with our breathing, things with um, like some very simple, not expensive, like vitamin supplements and things that we can do with our diet. All these things that within our within our control to ensure that we are best prepared and healthiest to uh, to you know to be resilient against the virus and any of uh, the long going sort of symptoms or issues that we might uh, be having. So. Um, do have a listen, take some notes. Uh, there's going to be a number of links in the show notes that you might want to check out from um, from Vicky. Um, some like a workshop that she's done um, that is free for everyone um, with advice around um, what you can do to help. So check that one out if you do need to share with friends and family. Um, Did you say this is going yeah, out in January, Jacko? This is yeah. This is as people listen to this. This is this is January. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. Is um is that is that is it? Am I right in thinking that our annual offer is still on? <laughs> oh, Tim, you are. But <laughs> if you've got long COVID symptoms, you need to be taking it easy. But if you're fit, well, and healthy, and you're thinking about your training, then you need to be thinking about taking up our 25% off our annual memberships, and you get a seven-day free trial, so you can test it out for free. Anyway, the bonus is though, if you like it and you're on board, and you like us aren't looking for short-term like quick fixes that just don't exist and you're in it for the long game and the long term then you get a month um, a month you get a year's membership and it's about you know the thing that we're trying to help people to engage in think about is what could you do if you've committed a whole entire year to your training with us and that is what is exciting ain't that right Tim that is right and what you can do in a year with some dedicated training is a lot so <laughs> go and check that out um let's get into the podcast jacko i think let's yeah. um let's sit back and enjoy um becky talking about long covid and loads of things you can do to keep yourself healthy roll that jingle So this week on the podcast, we're very lucky to welcome uh, Vicky Jones onto the Movement, Strength and Play podcast. Vicky, welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, so for just for people listening, that um, just to give them a little bit of background, you know, you've been a personal trainer for over 20 years, a dietitian, a former athlete yourself. Um, I think you said around about 16 months ago, you, you, you started to struggle with symptoms of long COVID and, and passionate now about helping athletes that are, well, and everyone, but particularly, you know, helping athletes in the athletic population that um, maybe having uh having issues with their breathing as a result of, of, of COVID or long COVID symptoms. Um, give us a little bit of a, um, an introduction to, to yourself and, and how you how you got to where you're at, and then we'll dig into some practical tips. This is a big one for people to be able to take away to, that they can utilise for themselves. Yeah. Um, well, like you said, Jacko, 16 months ago, so July 2020, I contracted COVID. Um, prior to that, very fit, healthy, um, working as a personal trainer and golf fitness coach. And, you know, one of the things about COVID that I don't think any of us think about is that when we contract it, the, the idea of long COVID isn't really in our minds. Mm. So when your symptoms don't improve and you continue to struggle, you start you start on the what we call the long COVID roller coaster. And it is a series of ups and downs of relapses, feeling a little bit better, and then another relapse. So it's a, um, it's a very difficult thing to deal with because there are so many unknowns. Um, you don't know the day that you're going to wake up and feel good. You don't know a day when you're going to wake up and feel awful. Mm. So that's kind of been my journey for 16 months. Um, and about six months ago, I learned about some breathing programs that were being offered to long COVID um, patients. And yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to raise my hand. Prior to COVID, I was a dysfunctional breather. But breathing was one of the things that was very difficult for me during long COVID. That, that was what, one of the things a lot of us struggle with is shortness of breath and fatigue. Yeah. And in a very roundabout way, I found the Oxygen Advantage and Boutico method. Yeah. Uh, trained as a, a certified instructor. And um, forever grateful to Patrick McEwen, who runs those programs, he reached out to me because I mentioned that I had long COVID and was still struggling with it. And he came up with a Oxygen Advantage Boutico long COVID breathing protocol that we were able to present to the public and to the Oxygen Advantage instructors. Yeah. And... You know, by me putting out that information on a Facebook support group, I was able to reach out to a lot of um, long COVID endurance athletes. And Vicky, can I just flag for people listening that um, that video with you and Patrick um, about long COVID and, and what people can do to help with that, that is available on YouTube. And so we'll put the links in the show notes. You know, there's thousands of people listening to the podcast that will be able to, uh, to pick that up. 
Yeah. Vicky, just give us a bit of context around um, long COVID. So you've mentioned a little bit about the, the breathlessness and, and fatigue and um, what, what's, the, what's the underlying kind of um, just the, the science behind it? What's actually happening? Is there anything you've got like, to, so people can, can understand a bit more about it? I, I guess it's probably a little bit of a, um, a still being explored, but what's the, what's the current thought process around what is long COVID compared to just a normal COVID? Okay, long COVID, and there is there is a lot of information out there about it. There's not a lot of information. You know, we're still trying to work out what causes certain people to get long COVID. Um, and they do not know that. You know, it. that's what I'm saying. It's, it's very difficult when you get COVID to think, well, why would I get long COVID? You know, as a healthy person, why would I be having long COVID. Um, and the symptoms are so varied. That's the other thing that is very difficult because, you know, there's an array of symptoms that come with long COVID and everyone is, is very different. So you can't put people into a, it's not a cookie cutter issue. Some people have um, extreme fatigue. Some people have mild fatigue. Some people have brain fog. Um, some people have shortness of breath. Some people's hair falls out. Some people have digestive issues. We all kind of deal with tachycardia, bradycardia, you know, these huge, um, you know, ups and downs with our heart rates. Um, there's insomnia, there's digestive issues. So that really the symptoms are you know, so wide. And I think that's one of the reasons it's so difficult to, um, like I said, to pigeonhole it. And, you know, I've read a lot about it. Um, one of the things, one of the theories is that um, our vagus nerve has been attacked by the, by the COVID virus, mm. which would kind of make sense because vagus nerve is that the wanderer. So if that's been attacked, then all of those autonomic nervous system things that we just take for granted suddenly get thrown awry. Yeah. Um, and that's possibly why um, breathing helps so much, because, you know, when we're doing these, these breath holds and we're learning to breathe again, we're actually stimulating our vagus nerve. Okay. So that's one theory. Yeah. There's another theory that... Um, our blood has got tiny clots in it, and those clots cause the long COVID issues, but they are not detectable by um, normal medical um, tests that, that yeah. happen. Um, and that's another frustrating thing. I think all people with long COVID have had extensive medical tests. Mm. You know, we've all had CT scans. We've all had MRIs on our brains. Yeah. And nothing indicates this long COVID because they don't know what long COVID yeah, is. Yeah, mm. yeah. So being um, an asthmatic as a child or having any, there's no, there's no sort of rhyme or reason or, or trend as to who's vulnerable, which is a little bit of a scary prospect, isn't it? For, for a lot of people listening to this are healthy, active people. The prospect of long COVID and it sounds horrendously debilitating and getting in the way of all the things that as active, healthy people we enjoy doing. Um, 
it's uh, yeah, I, I've I touch wood haven't had COVID and and but the what the idea of getting long COVID actually terrifies me because it I've heard mm. the number of stories I've heard from people such as yourself um, of saying how bad it is and stops you from doing everything that you like doing. It's um, it's scary. I would say. Yeah, it is. It's it's a real life changer if you get on that roller coaster. And some people get off the roller coaster, and and that's great. But you, um, you know, there aren't any statistics out there to say how many people are recovering because mm. it's not really recognized, you know, by a lot of doctors. They don't they're not keeping statistics on it. Yeah. They're, you know, it's just a, it's a very, very much an unknown thing. And I, that's why I truly believe the things like the breathing exercises and you know, the vitamin supplements and uh, those natural things that we can do to support our immune system because, you know, we are so, um, we're very reactive as long co- people with long COVID. So traditional medicines that would be used to treat things like um, tachycardia, well, you can't treat someone with tachycardia if they've also got bradycardia. You can't treat someone who is an asthmatic or with lung issues with a medication that increases their heart rate if they've already got heart rate mm. issues. So this, there's this whole issue of using medication to treat people with long COVID because it often makes symptoms even worse. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, um, well, we'll get into um, what some of those uh, what some of those practical things and steps that people can do and. Obviously, I'm a a, a big uh, fan of what breathing can do for for all sorts of, of of health benefits, and one of the great things about that is it's it's completely free as well. I, I just wanted to sort of um, ask you a little bit: Have you do you feel like yourself you've got back to uh, to full health? Like, have you have you seen the the back of long COVID, or do you still have some symptoms? Like, I've got a friend that crikey, she will have got she got COVID right at the beginning and has had, I was going to say, I think she's the first person I've yeah. heard got COVID. And she like, never, right and the they never, even though uh, she had to have oxygen sent to her in a taxi, they never managed. She never tested positive for a test. So she never officially as a stat oh, wow. didn't get COVID on the, uh, on the, you know, in stats in mm-hmm. the, and, and as, as, and it's been, a, and the roller coaster is a great way to describe it from, you know, we'd speak to her and it'd be like, yeah, for, from one day or one week to the next, it's 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 worse and it's better than it's worse, and it's just like dragging on and on. Like, if, do you feel like you've made a full recovery yourself? Oh no, okay. no. There's, I am not anywhere close to to that. I'm um, I'm unable to. I mean, I used to run. I used to, you know, do strength training a couple of times a week. Um, played golf. Uh, very active. You know, we live in Arizona. We can hike. We can ride bikes outside all mm. the time. Um, my car. I don't think I have done any exercise for the past three days. I can't run because that sends my heart rate mm. sky high. Um, my muscle mass has gone from. You know, I was a fit um, female, and I have very little muscle mass left because I can't work out, I can't do strength training. Um, and there are some days where you think, okay, I'll go out for, I can go out for a walk, but I have to really pace yeah. myself. And some days I can do a little bit of strength training, but I have not been able to 
do a what what we would call a program. I haven't been able to follow anything because often you'll get started and then you'll have a relapse and then you're back at square one. Um, so that's one of the things I tell people with long COVID, especially if they're endurance athletes, you really have to monitor yourself. Mm. You know, you've got to pace yourself and everything that you think you can do, you actually have to do half of that. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a real change in mindset as athletes, you know, we think, okay, we're going to be on this program and we're going to keep improving and that doesn't happen with with long covid you 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 make you make improvements but then it's like two steps forward yeah. one step back i think the the um, psychology like you said the mindset there the psychology of um even just having having something where you know you mentioned about like having scans and then not being able to identify anything having having something where a do- the doctors or you know the specialists whoever's looking after us isn't actually able to pinpoint like what it is why it is how long it's going to take to get better uh, if it will get better and then how to make it better when we can't pinpoint all those things it's such a such a challenging um such a challenging time i always found that i had a head injury back in 2013 which um was a bit of a there were some similarities in terms of that like when am I going to get better, Doc? And they're like, I don't know. Well, I hope you're going to get better. Like, what sh- what can I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, don't I don't know really. Like, nothing. Just rest. And uh, it, it's yeah. It's uh, my heart goes out. It's it's that is such psychologically um, very challenging. And I think that w- one thing I find with it, well, you could talk about some of the practical things. And I know one of the things you'll talk about is like if people are struggling with their breathlessness and their breathing, how can we? Um, what can we do to to help improve that? And one of the things that something that's so automatic for us, and we take for we we hugely take for granted that you know your body is just constantly supplying you with oxygen so that you can stay alive, and you only really notice how is this is going to sound strange. It almost sounds strange for me to say out loud, but you only notice how how important that is when it starts when that automatic nature of it starts to become a little bit compromised for you and and uh yeah it yeah. We, we realize like the like oxygen is live and breathing is the way your body gets in when that's it's scary right like um i had something that i think i think actually i just had a um, a bit of a hyper i've never really had one before but the other day i would i'd finish a training session and um my wife was on the phone and i just like went I went weird, like really weird. My even, I, I was a bit worried. It was a heart attack because my like my chest was hurting. And I was like, and I felt dizzy, mm-hmm. and then like, and I was like, I think when I faint, I said to, I was like to say to Catherine, I was like, I feel really weird. And then like she was like, sit down. And like I, and there was a point where my and I, I had my heart rate. Uh, well, watch on was my heart rate was like through the roof, and my breathing was like going crazy. And I was like, the only thing I knew that I could do is I was like, right slow down your breathing calm yourself down you slow down your exhales yeah. to actually calm yourself down mentally but also to try and slow that heart rate down a little bit and um you know i was fine but it gave me that little bit of um yeah real real worry like tim said like the idea of something like long covid is that where there's no you don't know if you're gonna be okay or not 
and don't know if you're susceptible to it or not. It is a scary, is a scary process. So in order for people to, to some of the things that you are working with people to help them with those symptoms, you've mentioned a bit about sort of natural supplements, vitamins, and then the breathing. What, where would you like to start with some practical things that people can start to try and think about implementing? I think the, the practicality of using breathing, yeah. um, because when you get into one of those um, relapses, and I have had many of them, and prior to learning how to breathe, you know, I was having, um, I would have seizures, um, sort of what they would call a mini stroke, where, you know, you just had no idea what was going oh, on. Um and the panic and anxiety that you get when your body just starts, you know, just you have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And I'm very grateful. I have I had my husband with me who would try to calm me down. But, uh, you know, if you don't know how to mm. breathe. Were you conscious, Vicky? You hyperventilate. Were you, were you, when you, you had just, your seizures, are you, are you conscious that? when you have the seizure? Like, can you remember it? Are you awake um, type of thing? Or? My, my, I can't remember certain episodes of it. I can remember sort of parts of like mm. ambulance rides yeah, and yeah. kind of things like that, that you just, and I think it's a good thing that I can't yeah. remember it. I think it, it's worse sometimes for those around you. But prior to learning to breathe through these panic, anxiety, you know, because it, it's, it's unfortunately this awful circle of you're going into something you can't control. Then you start panicking. Then you start hyperventilating. And then it makes all the symptoms worse. Um, and, and that's what happened. But now that I have these breath exercises, we know, Jacko, the, the many small breath holds, the just you know, the calming cadence breathing, the na I mean, the, the, just the nasal breathing mm. and the slow breathing that we learn is, you know, that's the, the go-to exercise for people that are with long COVID. It's like, as soon as you feel that relapse, as soon as you feel um, something happening, go to those many small breath holds, start inhaling through your nose, Exhaling through your nose, pinch your nose, hold it, and and continue that for five minutes. Um, the other thing. So just so not hold your breath. So really, not hold your breath for five minutes. Looking at holding your breath for like two, three, four, five seconds. Oh, <laughs> you went from hold your breath and continue that yes, for five yeah. minutes, and then good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, good luck. Pick yourself off the floor after that one. But no, um, the the other thing. And I don't know if people are, if they, how much understanding they have of the breath work, but Jacko, you, you understand that we do the control pause and the, the bolt score for our breath work clients. Yeah. And these people that have long COVID, when I first started my breathing program, my control pause was three seconds. I could only wow. hold my breath for three seconds. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's lung function. Um, and we are very sensitive to carbon, the buildup of carbon dioxide. That's another thing with long COVID. So this whole breath holding thing sometimes terrifies us. 
because we're thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't breathe anyway. And, you know, you're now asking me to hold my breath. So it's you have to really hold someone's hand to say, all right, we're going to teach you how to breathe properly, but we're going to take it really easy. We're going to back everything down to basics, inhales and exhales out of your nose and really calming yourself down with that, trying to stimulate that vagus nerve. Great. Thanks for that. So some, I think this is, I'm just kind of like thinking about, hopefully this is, a, if there's people listening to this who've got long COVID themselves, or they can pass this on, I think is, um, yeah. is really useful to, as, you, as you say, just some really practical takeaways. Is there, is there anything else, Vicky, that you've sort of explored or um, that people can do? Because I've heard of people trying a number of different things. Some people finding benefits through, through cold immersion, like as you said, the, the breathing. Is there, are there, are there, are there, what, did you, what was it about the vitamins that you were, you were talking about before? Um, you know what, there's a, there's a whole regimen of vitamins that people with long COVID, COVID, or even people that haven't had COVID should be following right now, especially those of you in England (laughs) going into Mm. that time of year where you're just not seeing any sun, but the, the main vitamins are vitamin C because there's a lot of people that don't realize that our bodies can't actually produce vitamin C. We have to get, get it through supplements. Um, so we call it megadosing with vitamin C. What would, what would a megadose um, be, and Vicky? <laughs> a lot. 1,000 milligrams um, or more? A lot, a lot, a lot. It's, you know what? If you were someone that didn't have COVID and you were... Um, exposed to the virus, I would be doing a thousand milligrams of vitamin C every single hour for the first couple of days. And there is, there's a lot of research out there about this. You know, it's coming out of Wuhan as well. They are using Mm. vitamin C. They're using it intravenously to treat people with COVID. Um, it's interesting. And we've got um, we, if we get when, in the athlete work that we do, that our nutritionists would say that if you get the early onset signs of just a cold, two thousand milligrams in a dose of zinc is like the first thing to go to. And the, and, the, and we've had when we we're talking to Sally yeah. Bell about this, Jacko, and she was like, the thing with vitamin C is it's like it's it's a bit of a no brainer because if you buy it in powder form, it's super yeah. cheap. It's really bitter. Yeah. That's how I use it. But it's fine if you just chuck it into something yeah. else. Um, and if your body doesn't want it, you just pass it through. But it's not, it, it's, it's, a, it's a relatively sort of, a, it's a simple supplement. There's not, you can't really, I don't know this from a medical perspective, but there's a few, it's quite a safe one. Is that the right way to put it? Like you can't really yeah, you can't overdose on it, can you? You can't, yeah. And th- th- there's a very simple way to know that you've got, you've reached your tolerance of vitamin C and it's bowel mm. tolerance, you okay. know, Excuse me, but as soon as you start feeling like you've got to run to the bathroom, that is your body's indication that it's reached its limit of vitamin uh, C. Yeah. Um, so it would be something, once again, I would be doing that every single hour. Yeah. Just, the other big one is just as, vitamin D3. Yeah. I was going to say, um, for people, for, for those, as you mentioned um, at the start, that you're a, a personal trainer, you're a dietitian as well. So this is just for people's um, yep. uh, 
we're not just uh, we can have some confidence. Yes, that's, jacket, right. that's what you're saying. I currently yes. vitamin C and, and vitamin D three have been on my uh, daily um, protocol of vitamins uh, that I take from health. Our, our friends over at Healthspan. I'll put a link in the show notes for people. We can um, you can uh, you can see the um, some of the stuff that, that Healthspan. We've got a little discount for for listeners as well with Healthspan. But yeah, there was I've I've. Um, it's, it's it's quite it's it's nice and reassuring to to, to hear some of these things because we were trying to I was trying to find out what what you know what things can we do that before we've you know to try and help protect us as much as we can so that we don't even get it or if we do get into contact with with it like yeah. are we best served for that so sorry yeah I'm just jumping in um, yeah vitamin D three is there a, a an amount D3. of that so D- well, if, you, if you're exposed to the virus, it would be, once again, a loading dose of vitamin D for, I think it's four days. And you would do 50,000 IUs every single day for four days and then drop the dosage down to, um, I think it's like 6,000 IUs mm. a day. Um, but... You know, I continue to do D3 every single day, even though I get sunshine. Yeah, we, have, we have zero um, sunshine right now. The other one is zinc. I know. <laughs> zinc is another one, to, um, and that's, I think it's 50 milligrams mm-hmm. of zinc. Um, quercetin, don't know how you say it in England, quercetin, quercetin. I'm not sure. Um, Q-U-E-R. T, yeah, brain fog, can't spell it. Um, and I think that's, those are the big ones. C, D, zinc, quercetin. And there's, you know, there there's information out there about all of those being used. Um, yeah. And, you know, you can use them proactively. I've seen some research in the past, Vicky, as well. This is not related to COVID. It was actually before the pandemic. Um, but they were using um, a, a high dose of omega-3s for asthma. Um, do you know anything about yeah. that? Is that? Does that help with the breathing side of things? Um, you know what? The, the, the one thing that I have heard with the breathing side of things is nitric oxide, mm. a supplement of nitric oxide. Mm. Um, as we get older... Um, you know, our body's ability to produce nitric oxide really diminishes. Um, You know, there's a lot of information out there about things like nitric oxide for performance in the form of beet juice. But, you know, if you're over 40, that's a supplement uh, definitely that has been shown to help. Well, that'll be one for Timbo. With COVID. I'm still 39. Um, Over 40. I'm still 39, so I... (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I was just I thinking. Got, I got, I'm still 39, yeah. <laughs> I've got no chance for days. Don't worry. I was thinking that um, there's probably loads of bros out there who like looking at their pre-workout, <laughs> which I think has got nitric oxide in there generally and going, don't worry about that one, boys and girls. <laughs> like, I've got the nitric oxide. I don't mean, no, it, <laughs> yeah. I know exploded. In your Jack 3D yeah. pre-workout. Well, I've got all these vitamins in, don't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, those are the big ones. I, you know, I do do omega threes. I mean, my vitamin uh, counter is just one of the things about long COVID and COVID is, and I can't stress this enough. You have to doctor yourself. Mm. You have to be your own your own doctor in this because 
there is no one more interested in your health than yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's why this has taken me on this journey. It's like I've tried things that have, that have worked and that have helped, and I've tried things that haven't helped. But there's no one more interested in getting over this issue than myself and probably my husband and family. It's an interesting um, point, but I was chatting to somebody who I think has got long COVID. Um, and he was saying he ended up like on the, was on the kitchen floor, couldn't breathe for a couple of hours, went to hospital. They te- tested his blood, um, his oxygen saturation levels, his blood O2 levels, sorry. And, um, and they were okay, but he hardly couldn't hardly breathe. And like, well, we can't give you oxygen because your blood O2 levels are fine. So they basically said like, you need to go home and let us know if it gets worse. And, and he's, he's he, interestingly, he said that he feels like every kind of, he's, he's had an active life and broken some bones and all this sort of stuff. He goes, everything that I feel like I've done over the years was made worse during COVID. So his back started hurting, his shoulder started hurting, which he had problems with before. And he said like, you're on your own. He said like, they, they don't, if they're not, if it's not that bad that you're not about to die, they're literally sort of like, yeah, you need to ride it out. And, it, and, and he's like, he goes, he was actually a real stark realization of going, if you get COVID, you might well feel like that. If you were kind of, are, and it, it's almost a kind of, if you survive it, then there you go. It, which is, I think yeah. is also like, it's pretty, it's, scary, it's pretty yeah. scary. It is. I've had the same thing happen. It was, an, uh, you know, I was taken to hospital by ambulance and I could hear them saying, we've got a stroke victim coming in. You know, and they they cut my clothes off and they were ready to paddle me. Mm. Um, And literally within an hour, I was okay. Literally within an hour, I was kind of back into the normalcy of I kind of know where I am right now. So these symptoms are, they're quick to onset, but then they don't, they don't linger. You know, mm. you feel you feel like you've run a marathon the next day. You wake up and you think, oh, my gosh, what on earth just happened to my body? But like I said, they they do these tests and everything will come back normal, even though they have seen yeah. you in the throes of, like you said, mm, your oxygen yeah. levels or your, your blood pressure is sky high. They, you know, thank goodness they didn't treat me. Yeah. You know, thank goodness they didn't treat me because who knows, but... Um, that's, that's why this whole breathing thing, you know, obviously there are times when we have to seek medical attention, but, you know, there are things that we can do every single day, you know, with our supplements, you know, a lot of people I know talk about chirotherapy, the, the cold water immersion, Mm. or, I mean, I think you can see behind me, I've got a, a far infrared sauna. which I can use. But if I overuse it, it's too much for me. Um, Chirotherapy is okay. But, you know, one of the things about chirotherapy is you're you're really upping the the sympathetic nervous system, Mm. which we already have. we, We have in, we have so much of that anyway. We need to work on getting into the parasympathetic. Um. And so I've, you know, the other things that I've used are things like acupuncture, massage. Um, you know, I use a nebulizer if my breathing becomes very difficult. Um, you know, it is, like I said, it, we've been on a, we, we have a Rife machine. Um, things like 
acupuncture ear seeds. They're, they're mm. so cheap and you can use them around your ears just to kind of get a little bit of relief. Um, going outside and putting your feet in the ground, earthing. There's another one. It's free. It's easy. And you know what? It does make you feel better. Um, yeah. You've got to find something that works for you, that makes, yeah. you, makes you feel better. It makes me think like we're in a in, in the UK in a state of well, who knows where we're going again with COVID as we go into January. Um, it makes me kind of think that, that, that prepare for the worst um, in, in many ways. Like so, if if people aren't doing anything, then there's some quite easy nutritional supplementation things which we could do to kind of bolster the system and and, yeah. and kind of get prepared in case. Um, and also, like I think if you're happily training along now, haven't got COVID and you're doing some work, like there's, there's an opportunity, I think, then as a healthy person to spend some time thinking about breath work, prepare for that in terms of you can actually start to, because you don't want to start to learn about breath work in the middle of long COVID, right? So prepare no. for it in advance. And I was just thinking I've come from a workout today, which was pretty high intensity. And I'm, I'm, I'm very conscious now about in between, it's, it's a CrossFit workout, so it's, it, it ramps pretty quickly. But I use that stress as an opportunity to practice breath work under stress. Um, and how quickly can I get my breath back under control? And I'm doing it from a performance perspective, but it's the same yeah, techniques, right? I am yeah. I'm nasal breathing, I'm taking big breaths, I'm controlling the exhale, um, switching between mouth and nose breathing as I need to, but trying to get back to nasal breathing as quickly as possible. All this, sort of, I've learned lots from Jack, <laughs> he doesn't know it, but he's teaching me all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I think that's like, but I'm prepared. Like if something like, and it works, right? Like it, it definitely, definitely works. And it's a, it's a useful skill to have in the, in the, in the pocket if something like hope it doesn't for anybody but if if you find yourself in a situation where you yeah you, you you're in a position where you are really fighting for breath yeah i i agree completely it being proactive about this right yeah. now and learning breath work right now the nasal breathing the the small breath holds you know the the, the oxygen advantage methods is so important it is you know that's money in your in your yeah. in your savings account. It's a, it's a account. tool, isn't it? It's a tool for you. Um, it's a, it gives you some. It's a tool. Um, yeah. Whilst potentially you might go, you might have a, 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 you know, whilst you can't necessarily have like a um, a diagnosis and a treatment plan and everything because there just isn't that in place. It's something that you can do that has an impact on your body, the nervous system, how are you going to breathe. And I mean, I, I'm trying almost take it like one step further and, and, and take away any, um, misconceptions or any preconceptions around the term breath work and, and say, let's not even talk about it being breath. Let's just think about trying to breathe better. Just, just think about trying to improve mm -hmm. the way you breathe whilst you are fit, well and healthy, because that's going to be something that's going to help you. When, if it's like Tim's talking about, if you're going to then try to improve your breathing whilst you're training, it's going to help with that. But if you're going to try to absolutely, your breathing's going to be challenged because you're sick or you're ill, then, you know, like I had the episode the other uh, last week where I needed, my breathing needed to be a tool for me to flipping calm myself down. So I just, I mean, I think, I, I think all it was was like I'd had a, a bit <laughs> of a, a, a sugar, a sugar crash. Um, but it's it's there and it's just knowing that you could just in the very simplest of ways like you said like thinking about breathing through the nose trying to breathe slower and just be a bit aware of your breathing is gonna even just that is gonna put you in a little bit of a better place 
uh, when you need to use it as a tool to, to help yourself. Vicky, when, um, where can people, you know, if they want to find well, a little bit is, more, oh, sorry, well, if they want to find out more stuff uh, from you directly or they have any specific questions or want to join one of your free um, sessions that you do, how, how can they get in contact with you or find out more information about that? Um, I've got an email address. I do have a YouTube channel that I post videos on. I'm doing an advent calendar right now with little health tips for people. Yeah. So people are welcome to subscribe to that. Um, and I can send that to you. So yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. Post yeah. it. Um, I, I wanted just to say something about the, the nasal breathing yeah. and how as athletes we tend to over we push ourselves and i would say to anyone especially if they've got long covid if you're exercising and you cannot continue to nasal breathe you're exercising too hard you know i know jacko you ran that marathon and you kept your heart rate at in zone two i think um you know, it's the same thing with, with long COVID. If you, are, if you want to go out for a walk or if you want to run or ride your bike or whatever you're doing, if you cannot continue nasal breathing, you're pushing yourself too hard and you will pay for it later. It's something I talk mm -hmm. to all the athletes about because our mindset is we can, we can push through this. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, we can do this. But we we'll, we will pay for it. We'll pay yeah. for it later. Um, yeah, it's a good. Um, just a couple of a couple of other tips, though, for especially we're going into Christmas. Um, you know, cutting out cutting out sugar. You know, if you're infected with a virus and you are eating sugar, that sugar is going to feed the virus. So at the first sign of any kind of colds or flu, get the sugar out of your diet. Um, because like I said, that is just going to make everything worse. Um, making sure you're adequately hydrated all the time. Um, I know it's, it's, I know it's <laughs> cold there. Yeah, we, we, I know it's cold there, but it's like get, get your daily allowance of water Set it up every single day and make sure you're drinking that because that is one way that we can flush out toxins, move them through our bodies. Um, and there's a lot of information about, you know, different ways to eat that are so healthy for us. You know, for long COVID, we do an, an antihistamine diet or a low histamine diet, or some people have tried the keto. But my thing is, clean up your diet just take away the processed foods um try and up your intake of the green leafy vegetables and from whichever way you look at it getting the stuff that is processed yeah. out of your eating regimen will surely benefit yeah. you great so it's it's one of those things being proactive saying you know what it's out there that virus is out there the best thing that we can do to protect ourselves against it is hydration, you know, learning to nasal breathe, because when we breathe, you know, through our nose, that's an antiviral, you know, we humidify that air going in, it, you know, it, it helps protect us. 
Um, and also, Jacko, you know, when we're nasal breathing, we're sleeping better. Yeah. Um, when we sleep better, that improves our immune um, function. And that's what we need this yeah. time of year. You know, we all need, if we could just all be sleeping better, yeah. that's, that's yeah, one thing. I think thing. the message, the over, get rid of your um, kids. I'm going to get rid of my baby. She's, <laughs> she's messing me up at the moment. It's her fault. If I get COVID, it's her fault. I've got 10 months old. And she's gone. I can see her now. She's out of but it. There's, there's a bit of an overriding, <laughs> there's an overriding message um, that I'm getting from you, Vicky, which, which I really like is this, this is, um, well, let's look at all areas of improving my, like if I, if I'm going to, want my body to be as healthy and resilient as possible, then I need to be looking at everything, whether it's my sleep, whether it's my breathing, whether it's my diet, whether it's these supplements. Like, I want to be looking at what can I do to look after myself as much as possible. And reality is, um, or what we should be trying, we should always be thinking about doing that, but it it's put on the radar sometimes and we take more conscious effort around that when, you know, when we're feeling um, a little bit worried about, you know, getting ill or contracting virus or something, and and this is a prime example of that. And it's uh, it's for for me personally, one thing I'm going to take away is just is making sure that all the things that I have been trying to do, like looking at those and going where where can I where can I where have I potentially slacked off in terms of that? Just trying to for better overall wellness, and and where can I where can I um, just keep making some some improvements to ensure that. Yeah, whether it's whether it's for fighting off something like COVID or whether it's just any other illness or whether it's improving my recovery from my training, all these things are going to come down to how healthy is is my body mm-hmm. as a result of the the things I put in it and the str- other stresses and things that I place upon it and experience throughout my sort of day to day life. So, no, I really appreciate you taking the time to 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 share with us everything that can you've I, learned. Can I do one more? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. One more thing for all all of the athletes out there if you feel like you have been uh you you may have come in contact with the virus do not think that you can go out and exercise and make yourself feel better that old adage of okay got a virus let's get our heart rate up let's get a sweat going let's sweat that virus out it has been shown that if you do that when you first contract the virus, you will probably cause more damage than anything else. If you get the virus, please rest, rest, rest. That is one thing that I didn't do. You know, I was like, okay, I've got the virus. I'll go out for a little walk. I'll, you know, I'll do a little mm. workout. Who knows what damage that caused? Yeah. But, you know, everything I've read says, you get this virus, you need to rest. Don't try and sweat it out. Great, Vicky. Thank you so much for all that. There's tons of takeaways yeah. for people in there. And um, just, yeah, protect ourselves, keep ourselves healthy. So we really appreciate you taking the time to share your experiences. And, and we, we wish you all the well with well, all the best with your continued recovery. And um, hope to hear some 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 stories of you getting back out there and training at the level that you want to in the future and um, if anybody else wants to get in touch with, with Vicky then we'll put the details in the show notes so if you've got any direct questions you want to ask as Jacko says we've got a discount on our website um, and in our shop for Healthspan if you want to go and get yourself dosed up with some some vitamins to keep the system healthy go and check that out it's 20% off um, other than that I think that's probably brought us to a really good conclusion yeah, Vicky. Thank, so you, thank Vicky. you so much for your time 
Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Jacko, because it was through you. I heard uh, I heard you with uh, Dr. Jay oh, right, yeah, yeah. on uh, a podcast and, you know, through Patrick and, you know, Oxygen Advantage. Like I said, it's uh, it, it that has been an absolute game changer for me. So I hope people right. reach out, you know, with your program and, and, you know, get themselves a little bit healthier through this pandemic. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Perfect. Thank Cheers, you. Vicky. So we just wanted to, you know, say a massive thank you for Vicky for coming on and, and doing what she is doing. You know, it, she's still struggling with her own uh, journey within this, but sharing so much to help other people. And we wanted to, yeah, uh, give her the opportunity or just to be able to help be part of her journey of sharing that to more and more people. So if you have, um, you have listened to that and you think it would be useful either for yourself, obviously if it's useful for other people, then please do share it. There's the links in the show notes to um, her YouTube channel, the free long COVID um, sort of webinar or seminar that she did with Patrick McKeown from the Oxford Advantage. Check those links out or share them with other people that need that help. And uh, yeah, let's help ourselves and each other all get uh, get well, get healthier and stay healthy for as long as possible. Is that possible. if you finish with your serious voice now? We got any jokes? Normally that's we do. It. Normally that's we do our jokes at the end of the podcast. Any voice. jokes today? I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If we, I, I, no, I, I did. Actually, I did asking for a one. joke. Um, why? Here we go. I was going to say this is quite a serious podcast. Um, why was the snowman? <laughs> Let me get it right. Let me give me a second because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I don't want to get the delivery wrong. Okay, so just give me. Don't, don't even don't edit this bit out either, just because this would be more fun. Anyway, uh, right. it's something to do with snowman and carrots. Um, and I'm going to butcher it. Ah, oh, why did the snowman? Why was the snowman? Why was it, it was like? Why was the snowman searching through the carrots, through his carrots, or something? It's something to do with looking through his nose, something like that. Put it together. Put those words. Snowman looking. Snowman nose carrots. No, look at yes. Yeah, snowman carrots looking. Mate, you've got you've got COVID brain nose, fog. Something like that. Put those words. There's a joke. There's a joke. There's a joke there in that. Sort your COVID brain fog out, out. Go and get some vitamin C, down you? There you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was all. We're going to sign off. We're going to sign off. We're going to sign. That's off. a freebie. Put your wallets away, guys. Put your wallets away. <laughs> keep, keep your money yeah, for the annual offer that out. anyway that, that we're going to sign off guys until next time keep exploring your physical potential <laughs> with movement strength and play class dismissed